Hello and welcome to Recording Live. I am Dexter and with me as always is... It's me, Matt. I'm here too. Present. (laughs) And accounted for. Um, Yeah, so this week uh, we're going to be talking about Jaws because we saw it last week in IMAX. I've waited my entire life to be able to see Jaws for the first time in IMAX. I didn't realize that that's what I was waiting for, but uh, it was amazing. I liked it. Um, It's one of those things where like I've just I've never made time for it. Uh, and then once I do, it's just like, why didn't why didn't I do this sooner? Um, so no, I, I, that was that was fun. Um, but yeah, we'll, so we'll talk about Jaws. Uh, I guess what what else has been going on with you? The, what two weeks now? Uh, I did my September ish binge of watching my favorite show, Hell on Wheels. You I, do that every September? I can't explain it. It just when it happens around this time, hmm. uh, I just get into a, a groove and i feel like watching it and i've done it for a long time now i'm guessing it's mainly because uh the show would come out around august or so yeah uh, with new season and so it just kind of happens that way i it was kind of funny on facebook i saw memories of me first watching it and it was legitimately like in september or august okay yeah and so what I was it, like, oh, wow, I guess I started watching this around this time uh, t- 10 years ago. So wow. um, I know in the past couple of years, I've caught on that I do it. And so it hmm. was like, oh, I, I guess it's that time. I'm not complaining. Yeah. I really love that show. And it has been, yeah, a year since I've watched it. So it's well, how many episodes is there? There's <sighs> close to 60 or something like that. It's there's five, quote, six seasons of it, 10 episodes each, except for the final season was broken up in like mm. two, uh, two, seven episode, six or uh, seven episode uh, seasons. Mm. Interesting. So, yep, uh, and, I spent and, a couple times watching that. And that's a that's like a historical fiction about the railroad being yep. built. Yes. Okay. The only yeah. I only know that Cole Meany is in it yep. from uh, Chief O'Brien, for those who don't recognize the name, uh, from Star Trek. And other than that, I don't really know. Like, it's it's f- accurate, I guess, from what I understand. Um, oh, no, no, not at all. No? Oh, never mind then. The main character is not does not exist. Well, I mean, accurate just in the sense of just the way it's portraying, I guess, yeah. the way things are, like... Um, and I, and I've not. I, I guess I don't know too much about it. I know that there's like a lady who gets like abducted abducted by Native Americans and gets like face tattoos and stuff like that. When she was young. Yeah. Okay. Um. But yeah. No. I I don't know much about it. You've always said it's good. I've always wanted. It's again. It's one of those things like Jaws where like I would like to see it. I just don't have the time. Um, it's great. It's really <laughs> really good. Um. Yeah, when it first when they first showed the trailer, it was during Walking Dead, and I saw it, and I just scoffed at it. Thought it's like, oh, this is getting canceled. This doesn't look very good. <laughs> yeah. And then the first season came out um, on DVD, and I kind of just said, well, let's give it a try, and it I just fell in love with it. That's that's funny. Uh, it, well, I, so what made you want to give it a try? Just I think it was like 15 bucks or something like that. And I just said, I got 15 okay. bucks. That's interesting. You have a funny way. A yeah. You have a funny way of getting into things. Cause like, I would have never done that. Yeah. Uh, 
like if it was free and it was like on just TV and I was really bored at the time, which never like none of those things happen at the same time, uh, like not since college. Um, but yeah, I, that's funny. You have a life. I do not. Well, that's debatable. Uh, I, I just say choose to do life. other things. I, I, yeah, well, sure. But I, I don't know. I don't even know what you mean by that. But, um... Victor's no, married just, with two children. I live alone in a okay. two-bed apartment. Sure, but, like, I still have free time. I could spend that free time watching random things that I see, you know, like that. But I, instead, well, I... I don't know. According to some of our friends that have the same thing as you, they don't have a life outside of their family and don't make time. So, you know. Well, there's that, too, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, but... Like, you know, I've made time for woodworking and writing and video games and uh, going to movies now. Uh, but, yeah. I mean, in the last episode we were talking about, like, I guess it, the one thing I have been doing this week is I've been writing a ton, so... Good. Yeah, I got uh, the chapter that I'm I'm supposed to write. So, we, so me and Anthony usually go back and forth uh, writing Hold chapters. on one sec, Dexter. Did I'm you holding. talk about this last episode... Or did you wait until we were done to really go into it? Because I know you said you don't really like to go into too much detail about. Uh, this no, it's on the it's on the episode. OK, I know um, you skimmed through it, so I wasn't sure. Yeah, yet, I don't, we went uh, into a lot of detail post podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I, I left that recording on accident, but I deleted all that stuff. Uh, if you know, if that's what you're asking. Okay. Um, no, yeah, I, got, I think I just got it. I, I hope all I left in there was just um, <laughs> no offense to the people listening. Uh, yeah, no, I just I'm writing a fantasy novel uh with my my friend anthony harry uh he's down in florida um but it uh and so yeah we we are writing yeah different characters basically from their perspectives and so anyway this uh in theory it should only take us a, a week each chapter which it's taken longer than that um but yeah so i've gotten my chapter done and i actually have two chapters in a row so i i once i get this one done it was kind of a it's kind of a pivotal pivotal chapter um that and so like i i keep like rereading it and retweaking it and it's just like i just need to be done with this and move on to the next one and edit it later but but that's i guess that's what i've been doing with my free time this week other than like so yeah but um i didn't mean to transition away from your from hell on wheels actually uh but no, yeah. So Hell on Wheels, it's back to that, I guess. Uh, yeah, it's just a show about uh, what the old West building the railroad it starts in nineteen in eighteen sixty five, right after the Civil War has ended. Yes, okay. And it takes place. Uh, the first couple seasons take place primarily in Iowa and Nebraska. Oh, really? Yes. that's interesting. Oh yes, Council Bluffs is talked about a lot. And okay, so yeah, Council Bluffs then. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. Yep, and uh, then it starts migrating further through Wyoming. Uh, so it's following the railroad as it's being built? Yes. Interesting. Very cool. Yep, Yep. and then the later seasons, a lot of stuff in Utah, mm-hmm. uh, dealing with the Mormons out there, and yeah. as well as California, and it, focus, it switches focus over to the Chinese side. I was just going to say, yeah, the Chinese in it. The show was when the show came out for a couple seasons. Uh, the only negative criticism for the show had, which was rare, was it's not showing the point of view of the Chinese side with the Central Pacific. Yeah, and that's a, that's a weird part of history that I don't think most people like. 
Yeah, I don't think most people even know that that happened. Yes, two sides. The uh, yeah. the Union Pacific, which was going through, um, which was coming from east to west, mm-hmm. and then there was the Central Pacific, west to east. And yeah, the much uh, the first four seasons of the show is mainly going west to east, and then the final season is very much east to west with the Chinese side. And mm. it's very good. Yeah, like I said, the. Uh, the show, any kind of negative criticism it got, which was rare, was not showing the side of the Chinese building the railroad. And the creators yeah. admitted, we can only do so much. And yeah, the that, characters yeah. that we have, we are the the main cast is on from is on the Union Pacific side. Yeah. And but the final season, which was broken up into two parts, so it's like two seasons, uh, two short seasons, was handling the other side, and it's. Mm wonderful uh yeah i'm surprised that they wouldn't have tried to make a, a new se- uh, series about it i guess well, it, the it, other side. it transitions very well okay that's good it handles it very well and hmm. uh i can't really explain the attachment i have i'm not a western fan i grew up with some yeah. westerns my father was but westerns are not my forte at all yeah no I, I get that yeah but i have grown in a large appreciation uh over the past 10 years for them i don't yeah watch a lot of them like i've talked about on here i the only quentin tarantino movie i like is uh hateful eight which is yeah same time period and well and we tend to like like western adjacent things like star wars is pretty western i would i mean it's basing western but there's nothing western about it well and then that's why i say adjacent i guess like things that have like the same like morals and i guess and just like you you could make like you could make a western star like a western with the star wars story i mean they 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 did that that's what the mandalorian is mandalorian is a western it's it's basing everything off of the uh italian spaghetti westerns that clint eastwood starred in yeah so i mean and like i did i i feel like we've talked about it. have you watched cowboy bebop yeah we talked about that and i hated I mean, that yeah okay well there never mind i mean the anime i love the show obviously <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah it's been almost so, a year but i hated I mean, that show even the anime like that feels like a western or at least it did to me oh it is it's bounty hunters i mean there's yeah, western so, there's western overtones in it and there's western yeah. characters there's horses there's stuff okay. it is a Good. Um, that's what i thought <laughs> yeah yeah no it is but, so yeah, there's we, some we, we tend to like Western st- style things that just aren't Westerns usually. Yeah, no. And I mean, I do like the occasional Western. Like, uh, I I do enjoy, uh, gosh, what is it? I like the movie 310 to Yuma. That is a great movie. I did, it's good. That, I've never seen the original, but the remake with Christian yeah, Bale and Kurt Russell is really saw. good. Which that was okay. That was probably the last thing I ever like picked up and watched on a whim, like not knowing what it was, just randomly having some time. Yeah, it was like on Netflix, I think, at the time. Uh, there was like yeah, a really weird period of my life where I was just watching a lot of movies. Like it was back when Netflix actually had good movies online. Yeah, uh, uh, and that was probably the last one I ever watched where I just like before I had kids, basically. Yeah. And there's there's some modern westerns that I've enjoyed too. Uh, I've never seen that that show uh, Yellowstone that came out. Yeah, I've been either. It's good. I heard it's good. I liked uh, the ranch. It was ups and downs. It was a Netflix series. Is that uh, the one with uh, Ashton Kutcher? 
you, you that's that was okay i could i had a hard time with that it's ups and downs it's funny it's, but it's my sister showed it to me when i visited yeah. a few years ago and i got into it though my sister even said it gets kind of stupid sappy and yeah. it does well, it's unbalanced it's, it's written specifically for midwesterners yeah, I, I I listened to an interview with uh, Ashton Kutcher, and he said like he didn't feel like there were any TV shows for where he was like for Iowans basically because he's from Iowa, uh, and so he wanted to make a show for the people that he grew up with, and so he he made a show specifically for Midwesterners, which I would argue there's better. There's Letter Kenny, which takes place in Canada, but it's surrounded. Yeah, by, it's in the well, it's in the core. It's in the Midwest of Canada. It's cornfields. Yeah. It's cornfields and hicks and stuff like that. Yeah, I think. well, I mean, and even uh, Corner Gas—that's uh—it's in West or in Saskatchewan, right before you hit like no, like there's just nothing like the west of Canada, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's uh, and it's it uh, that show's considered the Seinfeld of like the Canadian Seinfeld. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's a hilarious show too. Would not quite as crass as Letterkenny. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> it's like our oh. parents' version of Letterkenny, I suppose. And there's a portion of me that has a Western story that I would like to sure. tell. There's my comic, Redemption. Oh, which, yeah, yeah. That was a very Western, yeah. That wasn't a Western, but the remake that I worked on for a few years that I lost when I lost my first children's book, that yeah. was very much a Western. Like, well, people yeah, wore Western sure. clothes and things like that. And yeah, yeah. It was a mix. And, I mean, there's some decent – there's not that many modern Western movies. I'm really trying to think of the last one, and I would – Oh, boy, you're going to laugh, but I think the last real modern Western movie was probably like Brokeback Mountain. Well, I mean, they've they they've been making them. I just don't know that we've been paying attention. Well, I pay attention to movies, but sure. I'm, I'm literally trying to think of. Well, oh, I mean, there's I the think. True Grit remake, I guess. What about No Country for Old? Oh, that's I'm old talking now. modern Western like that happened now. Oh, like a story that's happening today. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, like, that's, that's what point. I mean by mm-hmm. like, I think like the last one that was big was probably Brokeback Mountain. Uh, uh, they just, I oh, know I don't think that's modern. Yeah. I was going to say, cause they just made one with, um, is it Benedict Cumberbatch maybe? I don't remember now, but I, 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 slave? I, no, 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 no. Like it okay. just came out. It's not modern though. I don't think. Yeah. That's what I mean by modern. Yeah. yeah there's yeah, like yeah, 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 pieces, yeah. but yeah, that's probably one of the last ones. That one's about cattle ranching. I mean, yeah, that's, I guess. What, that's what it's set with, um, which is a good movie, by the way. It's a very good movie. It won a lot of awards. The cast is great. It's a good movie. Um, I have not seen it, though. <laughs> I've seen it. I saw Brokeback yeah. when that came out. I thought it was a very good movie. Uh, but, yeah, that's probably, like, the last modern one that was big. I'm sure there have been some yeah. others. But, um, hmm. oh, I watched Nope last night. Oh, yeah, that's a modern Western. Isn't it? Not really. No. That's sci-fi, I guess. But yeah, it's, I, sci-fi. it's sci-fi that takes place on a on a on a horse ranch. It's on a ranch, the I Hollywood. Guess. Yeah. Is it good? No, I didn't like it. <laughs> you I, don't I, like I, I did not enjoy it uh, almost at all. It, it's visually great. The cast yeah. is great. The story is extremely boring. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, the story's just boring, and I, I can't really describe it too much. Uh, but it did nothing for me, and I texted sure. a couple friends I know saw it, and I'm like, this this didn't do anything for me. I thought it was very boring, and they're like, yeah, I wasn't really huh. fond of it either. Yeah, I haven't even looked at that. Do you know what its rating would be? Like on Rotten Tomato? Oh, in the 70s? Yeah? High 70s, so it's well-received. Interesting. 
But yeah, the cast was really good and it. it visually is really great. It's just the story I was just fairly bored with. Oh man, uh, it's at eighty-two for. Okay, I thought it was high eight seven. And then, well, and then the audience is sixty-nine. Yeah, I. Uh-huh. That makes sense. Um, I'm not a big fan of uh, Jordan Peele's uh, yeah. movies. I yeah, did not see Get Out. I was I was pretty middle of the road with Us. Uh, he doesn't explain things, and that's kind of my problem. Okay. I I like movies that actually somewhere like where there's a bit more explanation than just vagueness. Sure. Uh, and, and uh, as someone who likes the walking dead and stuff like that, where they don't explain anything, which I'm totally fine with cause modern people wouldn't, but it just kind of felt like, yeah, it was a lot of guessing what is happening and just being correct. And yeah, well, and the, the thing about that too, is like, it's a kind of a, thr- is it a thriller or just horror sort of sci-fi? Yeah, and kind so of all well, of those. And so, like, it's my understanding that, like, you're not being explained what anything is just to kind of keep the tension there. Uh, no. No? Okay. I would not say that hmm. about this. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Um, but, oh, it, it's it's kind of whatever. I mean, it has its audience. I was not one. I've watched it. Sure. Uh, trying to think. What else if I, if I've done anything? I mean, I'm c- catching up with She-Hulk. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, I'm behind one episode on that. I, I'm enjoying it a lot. I think it's a great show. Fourth episode now. The only yeah. criticism I have for it is, uh, it, it, for me, it's a little too short. Thirty minutes is not enough for me with yeah. that show. It, mm-hmm. it come, it starts and then it ends, and I'm like, oh, it's over. Shit. Yeah. Okay. Even I feel like even just forty minutes, like another ten minutes would be nice. Yeah. But yeah. 40 they, minutes. They, yeah. They do seem really short. Um. But I love. I, I like the level of humor in it. I like oh, when I she, I like when she talks to the camera. Mm-hmm. I like her narrate because it's really just her narrating. Um, yeah, but it's I, recapping or just breaking the wall just to be like, hey, hey, uh, this is pretty crazy. Just it's, yeah. it's and it's like once an episode. That's yeah. all. It's and, either at the beginning, maybe in the middle, maybe at the end, but it's for maybe a less than a minute that she yeah. does it. And well, and I like that she is always constantly reminding you, this is a lawyer show. It's my lawyer show. Uh, yeah. And it, I just think it's funny. I don't know if it's necessary. If there's one thing about it, that's a little too on the nose. It may be the misogynistics about it. Uh, uh, yeah, well, maybe a little yeah. too on the nose. That's what I mean by it. Like I don't sure. mind it, but every episode has, a purposeful male slam at women. And I'm like, you're a little too on the nose for some of this. Well, like her ex coworker, who's just like a caricature of. Yes. Gross guys. Yeah. And there's another one in this episode that does it too. And I'm a little kind of, uh, I'm not annoyed by it. I'm not angry by it, but I am a little yeah. bit like, uh, I feel like so, uh, this should be earned a little bit more than it is. Sure. Man. Sure. Just my yeah. criticism of it doesn't ruin the show for me at all. I absolutely adore it. Uh, I've been waiting for the show. I love uh, seeing people get pissed off about things in it. The incels of the internet upset or negative and attacking. Yeah. It. I remember well, people bitching because, Apparently people were up, were pissed off because she twerked in the third yeah. episode or something like that. And I love that. Yeah, the, it's the third one. Yeah. I love that fans came out and defended it being like, uh, she would, uh, 
uh, Marvel would uh, She-Hulk would never twerk in the Marvel comics, and then someone posts uh, a comic panel of her jump roping naked. Yeah, that's the that's kind of the nice thing. It will uh, it's being heavily defended by like actual Marvel illustrators and writers. Like anytime anyone complains, like there are people who know and they're they're pulling out history, like historical comics of She-Hulk doing ridiculous things. They're like, no, this is She-Hulk. You're like, just shut up and sit down. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) She's not a character that's that's serious. She's a comedic character. No. Yeah. Uh, well, and it's um, fun. Makes a fun show. Uh, what was it? The tr- there's a trailer came out for uh, Secret Invasion today. Oh yeah, I haven't seen yeah. that. Disney Plus series miniseries that's happening, starring Sam Jackson's Nick Fury. Uh, Secret Invasion. I guess uh, bad scrolls have invaded Earth. Okay, so there's like factions of scrolls. Interesting. Yes. Oh, Amelia Clark's in it. Yes. Oh, Ben Mendelsohn's back. Yes, he's playing Talos. That's good. Uh, oh. uh, Martin Freeman's in it. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, oh, Don Cheadle. Yes, uh, Don Cheadle's in the trailer and stuff, but yeah, uh, huh. uh, interesting. I just got, huh. I, I just got a live text from, uh, from Lee. Oh, hi, hi, Lee, I guess. Uh, Tim Blake Nelson is returning as the leader in Captain America 4. Tindley. He was he was the scientist that helped uh, create the abomination in the Incredible Hulk movie. Oh yeah, I saw something with this guy earlier. That's today. cool. He's a good actor. I I wondered if he was going to be showing up in She Hulk, but I guess he well yeah, I guess he still could. Um, but he's going to be in uh, a Cap Four, which that's pretty cool. Well, that's, who's the leader? Oh, the big headed guy. Yeah, the big green guy. Oh uh, what? They haven't tried him in a movie yet, have they? Oh no, they I'm eluded him in Incredible Hulk. Yeah, yeah, I think that might be it. But also in um, oh, what is the bad movie? Uh, Green Lantern. The villain kind of looked like Leader, but it wasn't because that's DC. Yeah, that thing. Uh, but yeah. yeah. Oh, that's interesting that they're doing the Leader. I hope they that's don't cool. make it. That's one of those. That's one of those characters that like if they don't do it right, it can just look weird because there's a big head. Oh, Modok's gonna be in Ant Man two, Ant Man three. Oh, really? Yep. Is it gonna be Patton Oswalt? No, that show got canceled hardcore. Uh, yeah, rumors think, are he could be uh, what's uh, the guy who uh, was Yellow Jacket in the first Ant Man movie. Oh, I don't like that actor. I find him annoying. <laughs> He's like uh, a comedian, right? What? He, it's a comedian, isn't it? I don't know. I think it is. Anyway, okay. Yeah, uh, that's 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 just rumor. But yeah, Sorry. no, that that happened. Uh, uh, Mandalorian season three trailer came out today, which is pretty great. I saw that. Yeah, you sent that. I didn't watch it yet. I'm excited though. It's pretty great. Well, you reacted to it. Way to be a liar. Well, I reacted to having received a link. I'm excited. That's a, that was a, an excited emoji that I sent. Mm-hmm. It's my overused emoji. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <said> so. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, just been catching up with She-Hulk, working, uh, just doing some little side projects and everything, but yep. yeah. So has there anything else been with you? Uh, well, yeah, before the show, I guess I was telling you, uh, I've actually sold three comics on eBay. There you go. Uh, and I think what my, I think I brought this up maybe last week. I don't remember moon Knight. I had a series of five or yeah. Uh, which I think the TV show is loosely based on this, uh, series by Jeff Lemire. Um, cause he's in like the, uh, the asylum. Um, 
and so I think the show kind of took some elements from it. But anyway, I made like twenty four dollars off that. I was only expecting like maybe ten because it's five comics, like two bucks each. Sure, maybe. Um, and then I sold. Oh, what was that? Oh, my. Uh, I had a Throg um, variant cover that Daniel Warren Johnson drew uh, for Thor number like eighteen or something recently. Um, I never even read it. I just thought the rock was funny and I liked Daniel Warren Johnson. So I bought it and that sold for almost 20 or I think, yeah, almost $23, which I bought it for 25. So I guess I might, I lost like a couple bucks, but I bought it like a year ago. Um, and I remember what the other thing I sold was justice league or something. Maybe I don't remember, but yeah, I, uh, the Dr. Afro one though, I, I think I tried, I relisted that and nobody bought it. So then, uh, I hit up a comic book store, and so I'm gonna see, or I'm gonna mail it to the comic book store that in Iowa City because I like them better than the people here. Uh, <laughs> and so he's probably gonna buy it from me. I don't really know how much he's gonna offer me, but whatever. Um, but no, yeah. So I made around seventy dollars all in all on eBay. So that's fine, I guess. So I might try to list some more here. We'll see what I come up with. Um, but no, other than that, I'm trying to think. I don't know that I did much this these last couple of weeks other than I've just been trying to write. Um, so, yeah, that's about it. Cool. But, yeah. So, anyway, last week we went and saw Jaws at we IMAX. We did. That was – okay, so here, my initial reaction when the movie started and the music started playing, the da Da-na. And I was just like, oh, man, they're playing that cliche. Oh, wait, this is jo- they invented that music. <laughs> that was literally the first thing I thought when it started. It's just like, oh, they're playing that cliche music. And so, no. But, uh, no, I don't think I've jumped this much in a movie since I was a kid. Like, uh, which I don't generally go to, like, these types. Of, like, what is this, a thriller? Uh, it's not horror, really, is it's it? It's a horror movie, yeah. Um. So, yeah, like, I, I just don't really watch this type of movie. Um, and so, like, it was a little cringy for me, uh, like, in the the scenes where, like, people were dying or being killed by the shark. Like, that was just a little more than I would choose to handle. Like, for some reason, like, I'm fine with, like, um, well, I don't know, just because, like, that would be pretty horrible to be eaten by a shark. And so like, it just, it didn't seem fun. And so like, it just made me uncomfortable, which is what the movie's supposed to do. But, um, but, and then just like, I jumped when, um, when they're looking at that at, like, late at night and he's, he dives in, um, to look at the hole. And again, I'm bad with names and I can't remember. It. Uh, Hooper. Yeah. Hooper was, uh, swimming and the, uh, the fisherman's head just like pops out. Yeah, Ben Gardner. Yep. Oh, hi. But no, it was a great movie. Uh, is there anything you want to say about it? You're the one that like loves this film so much. This is my favorite movie. This is yeah. this is legitimately my favorite movie. <laughs> this, uh, I, I I'm not gonna lie, I was in tears through the whole thing. It felt like uh, yeah. it felt like it felt like a, 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 I checked something off a bucket list seeing this thing in theaters. Yeah. I heard I can quote this movie from beginning to end. I. I heard lines, background lines I'd never heard, and it was like line lines by just like random characters. You mean? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and uh, I was just enthralled by it. I was just sucked into it so much. It was glorious to see this thing on the big screen. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. It almost feels like I could never rewatch this movie after experiencing it in the theater. It was uh mm. it was wonderful. It was just wonderful wonderful movie and I I yeah, I I'm, I'm speechless still. I'm speechless yeah. thinking about it. It was wonder it was an amazing time. I I just had such a blast seeing it and I'm glad I got to. I'm uh, there's not much to really say. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it, it, it's got to be. It, I can't even think of a movie like for me that like I've watched my entire life and that I have and like not having gotten to see in the theater. Because um, even Star Wars, like Star Wars, is probably the biggest thing I can think of. But then like they re-released it when I when we were kids and I got to go to the theater and watch that. It would probably um, be pretty cool to see the original version of Star Wars in theaters. Yes, it would be. Um, which I guess, I mean, that that uh, that kind of, that was one of my questions about this. Like, what? I assume since it was IMAX, it was digitally like upgraded or remastered. I guess is the word. I would imagine so. Yeah. I mean, it didn't. Otherwise, have brain. It would, I was gonna say otherwise, it would have been like miserable to watch. I'm sure, or just uh, yeah. Um. Me. Well, I mean, visually, but yeah. Um. Yeah. No, it, it was. I. I don't know. I'm trying to think. Like, just. It, it was kind of funny for one thing, just to be watching like a movie from the 70s because it's from 75. Yeah. Um, just because like everyone's smoking is just kind of funny. Uh, and just although the clothes they were wearing is like, yeah, people dress like that again. Like we're kind of back to that style, I guess. And so like it, it didn't seem too out of place other than just like the smoking just bathing suits. Just bathing. Yeah. Uh, people still smoke in movies. Not as much. Like everyone was smoking. I feel like uh, Brody was smoking. That's it. Yeah. Brody and May, that's all. And then it was kind of weird to me, like when, uh, like after what I'm, I'm trying to think. It was after they they caught the that first shark, uh, and I think he's like realized that like oh they need to cut it open, and so he's like sitting at home at the dinner at the dining room table, and he's not even eating, and his kid is mimicking him. But just like that whole scene, like their house was just so dark. Um, which is just weird to me. Um, but like, just kind of remembering as a kid, like, no, it's just kind of how we were. Like, I just don't feel like we ever had that many lights on for some reason. Um, but like, I don't, that just kind of, and part of it too is like, he's probably just depressed at that point and just didn't want a lot of lights on anyway. But I just also feel like that's just how old movies showed, I don't know, life in houses late at night. Um, I mean, I, I don't really, I can't really relate with what you're talking about, to be honest. Sure. I'm just, I I, for I some reason, I that just struck me. I home. <laughs> oh, I do. I hate the dark, so maybe that's just a me thing. Um, it's not even like I'm afraid of the dark. I just don't like the dark. I just, I want lights on. But, um, okay, well, that's a me thing. But, I don't know, yeah, and I, I don't even know what to say about this movie, because, like, I, I don't have, like, any critiques or, like, anything really stuck out to me as, like, I wish they didn't do that or I wish they would have done this. Um, like it, it just, it, it was a very good movie. It was fun to watch. Uh, I hated the mayor, which I'm sure you're supposed to. Um, and I, like, I would like to watch another movie with, uh, with Brody. He was a cool character. The sequel's uh, um, good. The second one, yeah. the second one is good. It's, it's not like the uh, third or fourth one, which are low. <laughs> it has a decent, uh, yeah. uh, rating on, I think it was uh, the highest. For- Highest grossing uh, sequel until like Rocky Probably Two. Empire. Yeah, I can't remember. I looked it up the, like that night that we watched it. Um, but yeah, no, I think when it first came out, it was the highest uh, yeah grossing sequel in theaters. Yeah. Um, 
Which it's funny too, just because of the, like the 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 whole history of it, just that like nobody seemed to want to make it. Nobody did. Um, um, and so it's nobody, just funny that it got made and that it was still good. <laughs> well, the thing was is nobody wanted to make it. Uh, Spielberg turned it down. Um, yeah. The cast, most of the cast turned it down, uh, or the the major cast did. Uh, yeah. But the producers of it. They were hesitant as well, but the studio wanted Universal wanted a sequel. And so the producers came back yeah, uh, because they knew it was going to get made without them. And they at least wanted to have some control because they felt they knew where uh, they knew the movie better than the studio did. The hmm. uh, Roy Scheider refused to come back, on, but he dropped out of mm-hmm. the deer hunter and he was contractually obligated to have a multi-picture deal with Universal. So essentially to avoid uh, being sued, he signed on for it. He yeah. got a very large pay increase for it. I think he made like four times is what he's made on doing the first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was pretty rough. The first director, I believe, was fired. The second mm. director came in. Uh, yeah, and yeah. Roy Scheider did not get along. They ended up having to sit in the offices with the director, which resulted in a fist fight. Man, Roy which Schneider. is funny. I just thought Roy Schneider is an amateur boxer, so you don't want to get in a fist fight with him. Yeah, they got into a pretty heated fight. Roy Schneider said that the director was not focusing on the actors. He said that he was more focused on the technical aspects of the film than the actors were. And <clears throat> the director admitted but defended himself, saying that he should possibly he should probably have focused on his actors more, but he trusted them enough to know their craft. Sure. But he admitted that he probably should have focused a little bit more. Mm-hmm. At one point, Steven Spielberg almost came back. That's interesting. Yes, Spielberg almost had almost did come back to make it, uh, but his production with Close Encounters of the Fourth Kind stopped him from doing it. Mm -hmm. He he was not allowed to by that studio. They wouldn't let him come back to do it because they were in development of Close Encounters, and so they they wouldn't do it. Um, Richard Dreyfuss was offered to come back. He declined. He said he was in the middle of filming something, so he couldn't come back. Mm -hmm. Uh, The wife came back. I can't remember her name. I feel bad. Lorraine something. And... Mm, uh, uh, she came back, but <laughs> to be honest, uh, Lorraine Gary, that's what I thought it was. Yeah. She was actually the wife of, of the head of Universal. So uh, <laughs> she fine. came She came back. The mayor came back. Several of the original cast ended up actually doing it. They were background characters, so Is they, so they were failed. Random townies? What? Yeah, like, well, so a lot of the people who were like, uh, who had who had speaking roles and stuff, they came back. Mm. And the biggest problem with the sequel is the the threat is just as bad, but uh, the the scope of it is not where they do discover a shark mm-hmm. is there. There is no the beaches don't close or anything like that. Uh, there's only one mm. incident with Brody on the beach and things like that. But mm-hmm. it's the, the broad scope of the movie is a little smaller and mm. um, half of the cast is also, it takes place, I think five years later. So his, his oldest son is now a teenager. He's like 17. I, think, I was going to say, I think he's 17 when, when I read. Yeah. Yep. And hit, and uh, so the supporting, a lot of the cast is also teenagers. It's mm-hmm. dealing from Brody's point of view, but also dealing with these teens point of view. Interesting. So, 
yeah, and it, it's pretty good. And there's some deleted scenes that I've seen of it that are actually really good. And I wish they were in the movie, but mm. I mean, yeah. I didn't make it, so I can't defend it. Sure. But <laughs> uh, one good part about it is, is that the uh, the author of the novel, because this is based on a book, and we've talked yeah. about the book before because I've read it uh, about mm-hmm. a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's in the movie. He plays oh, the funny. He plays the reporter on the Fourth of July. Uh, in the first movie? Yes. Oh, that's what the guy that keeps telling everyone to to take oh, on the Fourth of July. So he's the guy interviewing the mayor. Yes. Interesting. The guy with glasses. He's the huh. guy that uh, that's the that's the uh, auth- the author of the book. That's funny. Yes. Uh, Peter Benchley is his name. And yeah, yeah. Uh, he also wrote the script to the movie. Yeah, I, I saw that. He, his name was on the screenplay. That's really good. That's him that's and, nice. Yeah. Uh, yes. Him and Carl got to be. Gatim, mm-hmm. uh, I can't I can't pronounce his name. I'm sorry. Who played the reporter, the newspaper reporter in the movie? Yeah, he was a so friend funny. of Steven Spielberg and he was an actor and a screenwriter. So they brought him in mm-hmm. and Peter Benchley was asked to write the script. And it's kind of funny because they they sat him down and they said, we want you to write the script. We want all the subplots taken out. We want it. We want this movie streamlined. We don't want the mob. We don't oh. want affairs. We don't want any of that in the film. We want this oh, movie weird. Stream, streamlined. And Peter Benchley also came from television and mm-hmm. he understood 100 percent. He was very liberal mm-hmm. with uh, with the movie and the ideas. And so he was some writers would be extremely upset or offended or and yeah. uh, angry that yeah. uh, they want their story butchered with quotes. Mm. He was totally fine with it. He's he I, I've watched there's I have a I have the Blu-ray like the not the 4K, but the last big Blu-ray of Jaws that came out. And there's like a two hour doc, uh, behind the scenes documentary of the whole film. Yeah. And he's interviewed all throughout it over like 20 years of interviews. And he very much talks about that on how he's like, I came from television. I knew what they wanted. They didn't want the, the all the subplots from the book in there. Mm-hmm. I said, fine, that's OK. And yeah. he wrote it. And then they brought in uh, Carl Gutty for uh, touch-ups and rewrites yeah. with which Peter Benchley. Which so, is interesting because he's a writer comedian. He's not, or not a an actor comedian. Like he doesn't yes. have a lot of writing credits. That's kind of weird. Well, to be a comedian, you got to be a writer. Well, right. Yeah. No, that's a good point. And you have to know, like, you have to be good with timing and everything, which this movie was fantastic at. So I imagine he touched yeah. up a lot of the comedic uh, plots and the uh, comedic lines in the movie and things sure. like that. And that character is also, um, in the book, it is it is Hooper, Quint, and uh, Brody, mm-hmm. but that newspaper um, uh, reporter, he's mm-hmm. kind of the fourth man. Oh, interesting. He doesn't go on the boat or anything. He stays on the mainland. Yeah. But he's extremely important because he discovers the whole reason the mayor wants to keep the beaches open is because the the town Amity in the island. Yeah. A lot of their stuff was funded by the mob. Like yeah. Off of the shores of New York. And so the, the New York sure. mob helped fund a lot of the stuff going on, hmm. uh, a lot of the businesses. And mm-hmm. so the uh, mayor owes a lot of money to the mob and that's why he doesn't want to close anything in the movie his he's ignorant but his intentions are genuine he understands that if they don't open that the town will go bankrupt little, yeah it's i mean that that type of thing would destroy a small village like that yeah yes 100% they focus and so like it like, makes sense but 
But like the way that like in the scene where they made him sign the paper to get the contract to hire Quint. Yeah. Um, like that, just that he just seemed really out of it. And then like hearing a backstory of like something with the mafia makes complete sense all of a sudden. Yeah. Like the way he was acting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, cause he's murmuring. I, I was looking for the town's best interest, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, there. Yeah. And so they took all that stuff out of the reporter digging and digging and digging. Yeah. And, um and just like i said they just streamlined it very much but yeah, yeah the mayor they find out that yeah he is he's panicking at the idea of it closing and like in the book it shows the reporter spying on him and there's shifty guys hmm. coming to uh the island and and uh everything and i believe uh i i, I think the the mayor skips town like he gets the heck, like he disappears and yeah. uh, like he packs his bags with his wife and just leaves. The reporter does as well. I believe the last time huh. you hear from him is he contacts Brody and says, here's what's going on. I'm getting out of here, too. Yeah. Interesting. And the ending is different in the book. Uh, uh, huh. Brody's the only survivor. Oh, instead of Hooper, uh, that Hooper did feel... does not survive. He gets eaten in the shark cage, and yeah, that seemed a little weird to me that he just kind of like kind of goes off and hides. Yeah, and yeah, it he just pops up. Um, like that felt like he probably died in the book, <laughs> and that they uh, just liked the character and they didn't want to kill him off. Uh, no, I don't think that was why. I think oh. it was mainly just to leave some suspense. But unfortunately, sure. they show him hiding. But I guess if you yeah. don't show him hiding, that'll be an error for some people. But yeah, in the book, uh, he is eaten in the shark cage. Uh, huh. Quint is is wrapped as the ship is go is getting damaged by the shark. Uh, yeah. He gets wrapped with cables and things, and he gets pulled under, and he just drowns. Uh. And then in the and and then it's left to Brody, and there's no big explosion. He just shoots the shark uh, <laughs> repeatedly and stabs it. And as it's charging at him in the water, it just turns over and dies. And hmm. that was one thing that the producer said. It's like, we can't just have the shark turn around, uh, flip over and die. It's got to be something spectacle. Yeah. I, I mean, it, and the explosion did seem a little campy, I guess, but it was fun. I liked oh. it. Oh yeah. <laughs> that whole scene is extremely <laughs> intense and I have defended it. For years, Spielberg hated oh, the shark. He hated working on it. He has said forever the shark looked fake. I've seen oh, this movie fine. hundreds and hundreds of times. I don't think the shark looks fake. I think it moves yeah. fine. I think it looks yeah. fine. Um, it, everything about it is great. Mm -hmm. uh, it, you know, it's it invented the idea of less is more for yeah. mm -hmm. this kind of generation of films where oh, for sure. you show less of it. Uh, and the whole reason they showed less of it is because the shark would never work. And... I know Spielberg said one of the worst aspects of the film, other than dealing with the shark with mechanical issues, was uh, they they filmed out in the ocean off of the shores. And the thing that Spielberg demanded was we have to make sure that you never see land when they're out there. The second you see land, it's well, just 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 uh, drive over there. Yeah, and I noticed that. So that they wanted to make sure that nothing was seen and. It was pure hell because you can't shut down the ocean. Yeah. And so they would set an entire shot ready, uh, hit action, and a sailboat goes by. Oh, yeah. And so they have to shut it all down again, wait for it to pass, start it up again. Here comes another sailboat. So ah, they said it suck. was awful. There were some days where they just couldn't even get footage. Yeah. 
that, I mean, and that's what you get when you're filming like that, I guess. But yeah, no, I noticed that too, that like, I was just like, how far out are they? Cause like the shark always attacked so close to shore, but then like when they're in the boat, it seems like they're so far out. And then as soon as the shark is dead, like you see land there. Yeah. The finale is they're racing and that's why the boat breaks down. Quint runs the motor out is they're They're heading back to shore to try and get the shark into the shallows to drown it out. And yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, yeah, this, I just, I, as I said, this is my favorite movie in a oh, week. Great. We're going to be getting together at my place with friends to play the board game. And yeah. I can't wait. The board game is built up like the movie. So it's, uh, it, it's, 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 I, I can't explain why this is my favorite movie other than I have some form of attachment for the past decade of it. And in my opinion, as someone who loves moving stuff, this is a perfect film from beginning to end. It is the acts are broken. Great. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the acting is great. All the line deliveries are great. Mm-hmm. Uh, the story is very easy. Uh, there's just, yeah, there's nothing like, real complicated about it. Wonderful. Yeah. There's, there's nothing complicated about it, but it's still, it's still entertaining and enjoyable. Um, and like, honestly, like any, like, I can't find something, I guess, to complain about that, like, other than just, like, weird preference, like, the lighting in the dining room. But, like, uh, and just anything else, it's just like, well, that's just a quirk of the character. Like, Quint is just such an enjoyable character. There's uh, a little day-for-night sequence that there's some day-for-night stuff that is distracting. Day-for-night is when you shoot in the day and then you, oh. you fuck with the filming, uh, the footage to make it look like nighttime. Like there's, what? When they were in the uh, Some of the ending. The after, uh, yeah, when they do some night stuff at the. Uh, how how do you tell? Like I, because I, I I don't feel tell. like I ever can. Uh, well, it wouldn't it, the sky wouldn't be blue? <laughs> sure, I guess I don't. I just I don't ever notice it. I, I mean, like I'm not like oh it's nighttime. I'll look at the sky and see if it's blue. I I, I don't do that. I guess, but um, but I notice other weird things about stuff. So interesting. Um, one other, one thing. Uh, what's the deal? Is it in the book with Quint eating crackers all the time? No. Okay, I just thought it was funny. Like he's just like that is like the slowest I've ever seen anyone eat a cracker. <laughs> it's just like what a weird thing to do. Seen, uh, seen, uh, on the big screen, his Indianapolis speech was just amazing. Oh yeah, that was a that good. Was, speech. That was great. That was great. The, uh, yeah, that is the best. It's honestly the best scene in the movie. Oh, I see. You just sent me a day for night photo. I, I get what you're saying now. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. That's a yeah, it, it's just a bit too bright. There are yeah. shadows that shouldn't exist. Right. Um, that makes stuff sense. Stuff like that. Yeah, just mm-hmm. stuff like that. I mean, but this is a 50 year old movie, and yeah, uh, it's very minimal. Like it's just pretty much uh, when they were outside, if the shark starts ramming into the boat uh, while they're singing sea shanties. And yeah. So, yeah, it's only for a few minutes, but I can just tell it's day for night from watching movies and stuff like that. I was like, yeah, that's day for sure. Night. Yeah, the sun's out. sun's right above them. <laughs> and um, but that's an old film trick that it still happens now. It's pretty yeah. terrible when it does, but it still happens nowadays. But, yeah, this was um, uh, this was a watershed film. This was the first summer blockbuster. Yeah. Yeah, this was like the first big summer blockbuster, and then uh, huh. and then after that followed, you know, uh, Star Wars. 
Yeah, Ghost Encounters of Fourth Kind, E.T., stuff like that. Yeah, this was the first big, uh, the true big uh, summer blockbuster film. What did uh, Spielberg do before Jaws, I guess? Uh, He did a truck movie. It was was just like Jaws, but um, it was with a truck. I'm trying to think what a name it's called. (sighs) Oh, it's called, uh, um, is it Duel? Yeah, Duel. It was his first film. It was. Uh, who's in it? Nobody. It was his first. Oh, okay. Small minimal picture. He uh, um, came out in 1971, and then before that, he did the uh, the Sugarland Express, which was a crime drama. That was his first theatrical film. The Duel was a small film that he made, but when he read the script for Jaws, he said, uh, "Oh, I already made this movie, Duel. I know exactly how to do this." That's funny. Yeah, I'm trying. <laughs> I've never even heard of Duel. Yeah, this is the movie that... Uh, oh, Third Kind. I'm sorry, I've been saying Close Encounters of the Fourth Kind. Uh, yeah. It's, um, yeah, Jaws was his first wow. big film. And then after that, okay. just look at everything he did. Close Encounters, 1940, yeah. Rage of the Lost Ark, E.T., Temple of Doom, Color Purple, Empire of the Sun, always. Man, yeah. And I, I'll be... I'm going to be so bold and to say that... I don't think Steven Spielberg has made a good movie for 20 years. No, if I see his name on a movie anymore, like that doesn't mean anything to me. Like, yeah, the, uh, and I agree that he's winning awards, but for me personally, I don't think he's made like, I like kingdom of crystal skull fine because it's an Indiana Jones movie. I have a connection with it. Uh, yeah. The last movie that I saw from Steven Spielberg that I truly enjoyed was catch oh, if you can. He did ready player one. I didn't realize that. Yep. I would, which it was a fine movie. The book is better. Uh, I didn't feel like they did it. Yeah, whatever. But The Post, the BFG, Bridges of Spies, Lincoln, War Horse, Adventures of Tintin. I like Crystal Lincoln. Stone. I watched Lincoln a few weeks ago, by the way, and I, I did enjoy it. Is it. What is that? I don't even, oh, the Lincoln the movie with uh, Daniel Day-Lewis. Yeah. The last like three months before Lincoln's assassinated. It's the end of the Civil War. It's pretty good. It's him passing the Emancipation hmm. Proclamation Bill uh, law uh, amendment. And it's good. It's pretty it sounds, good. sounds like it's probably boring, but super boring. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, huh. Good casting though. Everyone's great in it, but yeah, it's slow. It want, I mean, he wins awards for me personally. The last movie that I felt an attachment to was catch me if you can like a yeah. true attachment. I like, I said, I like crystal skull, but you know, that's a polarizing movie, but yeah. Uh, he, he did a remake of West side story last year. Yeah. Uh, oh, he did Amistad. That was in 97. Yeah. I didn't realize that came out in 97. Wow. Yeah, I mean, look what he did. He made, uh, he did, uh, he Shemmer's did the Lynn. lost world, Jurassic park and Amistad the same year. He did Jurassic park Schindler's list, uh, the same, same year, too. year. That's insane. The, that yeah. Was a year. <laughs> he, he literally was jumping productions. Man alive. Yep. Huh. Did say, uh, saving private Ryan's pretty, uh, hook is okay. When I was, I was gonna kid, say, I, yeah. Uh, yeah, even as a kid, I don't know. I thought it was fine. AI it, is weird as shit, but it's not really a Spielberg. Movie. I, it's the Kubrick movie that Kubrick didn't get to make. Yeah. I think about AI a lot. I don't know that I it was a great film, but it, I, like, it's one of those movies that just makes me think about it. Um, it's a movie that if you want to dive into sci-fi writing or any kind of ideas, it's worth watching. Yeah. It's worth yeah. watching to see because it's so unique. But yeah, it's a Kubrick movie that uh, Kubrick is. wanted to – Kubrick and Spielberg both wanted to make it. And at one point they wanted to make it together. Kubrick passed oh. away. And so oh. Spielberg made it. 
mm-hmm. with the idea of Kubrick directing it. That's why it's such a weird movie is that uh, oh. like uh, Spielberg went into like the mindset of Stanley Kubrick where everything huh. was made with Spielberg going, how would Stan do this? Uh, that's a weird way to make a movie. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's a tribute to him and everything. It's a weird one. Uh, but I like Catch Me If You Can with Leonardo DiCaprio a lot. I did not like Minority Report at all. I have not seen it. Never saw I The Terminal. To. Hated mm. War of the Worlds. Almost walked out of that. Yeah, that was... Everyone I loves it. Like, I hate uh, it with a passion. I feel like it could have been done better uh, simply just by not having Tom Cruise in it. Um, but, like, it, yeah, it just... I don't know. It was slow. There was like very little action for being an action movie. I don't know. Yeah, it, not, it was not, boring. Not a great one. Haven't mm-hmm. seen a lot of his. I haven't seen a lot of his movies in the past 10 years. Like I've seen I saw Lincoln. Finally, I've seen Ready Player One. Mm-hmm. That's it. I was I thought Ready Player One was OK. And that's about all I can say about it. Yeah, it was fine. Um, but that he's book is a lot of stuff. But yeah, yes, he is. Uh, and I think he's doing that's fine for him to be producing. I don't know. Anyway, uh, that's man. I'm looking at Stanley Kubrick. He is a weird guy. Or he's, he did a bunch of weird stuff like outside yes. of movies. Yeah, uh, Stanley Kubrick. Regard. I mean, you talk about it with any uh, any film student. I've I've met film students, and it's uh, anytime you ask them, I, I tell them I like movies too and everything, and everyone mm-hmm. goes. Uh, I always say, "Who's your favorite filmmaker?" Because I like filmmakers, and mm-hmm. it's just. Uh, Stone the Kubrick, and it's like okay, settle down. Yeah, uh, it's his. I, I'm trying to think. Uh, I like 2001, and that's uh, I like two. Uh, I like 2001 and Full Metal Jacket, and that's probably about it. Yeah, I don't even know his full list of movies. I'm trying to find it. It's not even on Wikipedia. There's not a list of. Sure, movies. it is. There's a filmography. You go to film career, and then it'll go down to the list. He didn't make that many. I mean, he made Fear, Desire, Killer's Kiss, Killing, Path of Glory, Spartacus. Uh, Lolita, Doctor Strange, Love, Two Thousand One, Clockwork Orange, Barry Lyndon, Shining. Yeah. I love Shining. I can't say I didn't. I don't. Oh like yeah. Shining. Okay. Hmm. Uh, Eyes Wide Shut, which I think he oh died, yeah, he did like, yeah. when it came out. Yeah, um, he did. Hmm. Uh, Two Thousand One is an amazing film. Clockwork Orange, dislike heavily. It's a strange film. I didn't get to finish it because I started watching it with my mom. Oh, that's right. You brought, <laughs> we've talked about that on the podcast where, yeah, yeah. the rape happened in your life. Yeah, as soon as the done. rape, as soon as, yeah, that started, my mom just turned it off. <laughs> like, what? We're done. <laughs> so I want to see where that I, was I shut it off after the rape scene, but then I went back and finished it later because I was lent yeah. that with two other, with another film, uh, Clockwork Orange and Rocky Horror Picture Show. Mm, yeah. I got to the rape scene like 20 minutes in, shut it off, put in Rocky mm-hmm. Horror Picture Show. Shut that off after ten minutes. So do and you not like you don't like Rocky Horror? No, that's trash. I've never actually seen it. I've seen. I don't think it's worth watching. I think I saw it was on like WB or something when we were kids, and I watched enough of it that I was just like, why do people like this? And then I just went and did Legos or something. The only thing that's worth about Rocky Horror Picture Show is the dance sequence from Drew Carey, and that's about it. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> yep, time warp. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah. Uh, I think it's out of theaters now, but it it felt oh, too it felt so accomplishing to see Jaws in theaters. It's one of those where I'm yeah. like, 
I wasn't sure if I was going to be bored or not, and I was not bored. Uh, yeah. I liked hearing the jokes being said out loud and hearing the audience laugh. We saw it with a very small audience, maybe 30 people. but Yeah, uh, maybe. It was pretty small. But the people who were there, like you could tell they were Jaws fans. Some, yeah. And then you could tell some are like, yeah, that, 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 some of those people have never heard of this movie. <laughs> yeah, well, there's probably just people like you who wanted to bring somebody like me to go see it. and uh, I almost ended up going alone. I didn't know if I was even going to get a chance to see it because I yeah, had to work uh, over the weekend. But Well, and I... I I think that like the time that you went was the only time I would have been able to go. And I was hesitant to even ask you because I remember so when we talked did. about it the week earlier, you were like, I'd really like to go. Um, only we'll kind of not available on Sunday. And I just took a whim and said, yeah, not much, go yes. Sunday night, six o'clock showing. And you just in all caps was like, yes. Yeah. I'm like, oh, thank God. I'm not going to go alone. Yeah. Well, it turned out. So my plans got canceled uh, oh. or they got moved. So. I usually have a thing, or I would have had a thing on yeah on Sunday night, but then we moved it up, and it was like a play date with the kids at a park, and so wow. it was. It ended up yeah, it, it ended up being just being perfect, so it was great, and I love that movie, and I'm so glad I went. Yeah, it's great. So. It's a great movie. Uh, I do recommend the sequel too. Maybe not Jaws three, pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll have to do Jaws two like sometime at one of our houses or something. Oh, totally. I would love to. Uh, it's it's I think about the same length, so it's not bad. It's under two yeah. hours. Jaws 3, uh, mm-hmm. Dennis Quaid says there's not a frame in that film that he's not high on cocaine. <laughs> not kidding. I always get confused. Which one's Dennis Quaid? Dennis Quaid is not the crazy one. He's just kind oh, of the man. whatever he, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the he's he's not the, yeah he's not the crazy one. That's he's like, not Randy. Yeah, Randy, who just finally was able to come back into the country a couple years ago, Quaid. I believe he's hiding out in Vermont. He's not allowed to leave Vermont. Yeah, wherever he is, he's like on house arrest. Yeah, yeah, or whatever. Like complete nut job. I think it's was it tax evasion. This is his yes. ultimate issue. But yeah, yeah, but no. tax evasion hit out in Canada, and they said <laughs> that because his wife was born in Canada, uh, they were allowed to stay there. But eventually, Canada said you gotta leave. They kicked him out. Yeah, and uh, man, I follow him on Twitter. He has some. He has some hot takes. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, not a guy I want to meet in an alley. No, but, but, you know, 90s Brandy Quaid and I'm before pretty great. Cousin Eddie. Yeah. Uh, oh. But yeah, nowadays, just a, just a, a job and a half. Oh, but yeah, that's funny that that's interesting that Dennis Quaid is in yeah, no, Jaws 3 and then Jaws 4. And very is young, too. 28 years old, I believe. Oh, Wow. Very yeah, because uh, Leah Thompson's uh, first movie, I think, too, or one of her first movies, the mom really? from Back to the Future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's interesting. I didn't realize that. And the fourth I, one I, is boring. It's just kind of boring. Michael Caine's in it. A young Michael Caine. Oh, weird. He's one of the stars of it. Yeah. How young? That would have been what, the 80s? Yes, late eighties. Uh, Lance yeah, guess, I guess. Uh, is plays this plays the oldest son, uh, Michael, in it, and mm. yeah, Jaws: The Revenge. It's uh, <laughs> what a title! Yeah, what a title! <laughs> oh man, I think it's Jaws: Jaws: The Revenge. This time, it's personal. <laughs> and that's you know that's how you know it's going to be a good movie. It has a zero on Rotten Tomatoes. I can tell by the title it does. <laughs> it's not bad looking, really. It looks like a yeah. TV movie, though, but it's not bad. Uh, the Jaws 3D is pretty bad. That one just looks like trash. Even the Blu-ray, they didn't remaster it. It's grainy as shit. Oh, man. I know. It's like I, I like I the thing about it is I love Jaws. I like Jaws, too. Um, 
Jaws 3, I probably have watched about four times in the past 10 years. Every time I put that in, I feel like I've never seen it before because I'm watching it going, I have no clue what's going to happen. I have no memory of this movie. And I've seen, I've seen Jaws 4 once. And So is Jaws 3D Jaws 3? Yes. Oh, and there's a Jaws 5. No, there's not. No, it's called Cruel Jaws. No, no, that's not that's not Jaws 3. It was that's made in 1995. Not not by not by Universal. When you Google Jaws 5, that's what comes up. I know. I know what I know what Cruel Jaws is. <laughs> uh, I believe okay. the Cinema Snob did a review of it, so um okay. I, I'm aware of what I'm aware. It's got 2.4 stars on Google. Oh, I bet it does, and I'm sure it's thanks to Brad Jones's review. Oh, okay. Oh, does he make it sound decent? No. Oh. No, but fans are weird. Oh, okay. It's like Red Letter Media. When they review something, you know their fans go out and watch it trash and then review it. It's that kind of garbage. Yeah. I used to listen to a podcast. uh, It was like two YouTube, like, um, like they had YouTube channels where it was just like education based stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they had this podcast where it was just them. It was basically this podcast. It was just them shooting the shit. Yeah. Uh, but they would randomly like bring, and they had a huge following. Like, uh, Patreon actually used their podcast as an example for how to set up a Patreon. So like, these guys were doing it right. Oh, you uh, brought them up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But whenever, like, every so often they would bring up something like on Wikipedia, and they just like. It'd be a shame you shouldn't do it, but it'd be a shame if somebody went on Wiki- on this Wikipedia page and changed something. <laughs> and sure enough, whenever they'd say that, like that Wikipedia page would just get demolished. Yeah. <laughs> and then it'd have to get it'd get frozen and then get fixed. They'd lock it up. Yeah. Yeah. I I have always issues with that kind of crap that happens like that. Where yeah. Um, well, especially on Wikipedia, because like I. We, we need some places that are sacred. <laughs> yeah, I mean, granted, uh, well, college. College is when Wikipedia re- happened. And mm-hmm. I remember they would say, like, you can't use Wikipedia for sources. And it's like, where else would so- you expect us to go? There are citations and sources on yeah. Wikipedia. I'll use Wikipedia, but in the end of the day, I'll use the source material as my yeah. bibliography if I have to. No, I always in college I 100% used Wikipedia and then I just went down to the sources for that article and the, Ex- those were my sources. Exactly. And I you remember even raising yeah. my hand once to my instructor and going, "What if I want to do a report on Wikipedia?" <laughs> you were that kid. Yeah, oh, 100%. I've always had the wits. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I mean, hell, I put myself on Wikipedia once. It didn't last. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Long. I think it was like 15 years ago. I put myself on there, and uh, yeah, they got taken down pretty quickly. Hey, man, uh, when you get uh, when you get Billy made, you can you'll get a page. Oh, uh, that'd be cool. <laughs> that'd be really cool. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I don't know. I, yeah, I, I I have issues with the fans that do that kind of extreme stuff because. Yeah. It's like they're doing it well, it's, because they think that the the people that they're fans of will uh, give them some kind of uh, gratification for it. Well, it's a what is that? I mean, it's just a trip. Like, yep, it's a power trip. It's just kind of weird. Like, I, I hate yeah. it when uh, like, uh, OK, do you remember the game that came out? No Man's Sky? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, after the Internet Historian... Uh, did his God, hour-long uh, video about it. That was funny, too. <laughs> what do you think his fans did? Went out and bought the game. 
No, they went on Steam and gave it five star reviews and put comments saying IG sent me here. IG uh, sent me on here. Oh, that's too bad. That's what I mean by that. It's kind of yeah. like YouTube comments. It's like a, it's like a, if you see, like hear about something obscure on a channel or something and you find it on YouTube, the next yeah. like hundred comments from the past 24 hours are so-and-so brought me here. Well, you know, hopefully they're hitting the ads and the person who made it is getting paid. So I would believe those people are probably using ad blocker. Oh, that's a good point, too. Yeah. Uh, YouTube still plays ads even with ad blocker, I feel like. Cause I uh, no, I mean, that's the whole purpose of ad blocker. No, I know. But, like, I feel like they've gotten around it. I don't I'm think not. they have. Try to think. No, because no, I have an ad blocker and I uh. still get... Dude, I make the internet. If I don't have an ad blocker, it skews my metrics. Uh, <laughs> um, but no, like I still get ads when I'm on YouTube, even with the ad blocker. You have it activated for YouTube? Because I know I maybe had I don't. A, I might have, you might have to turn it off, or it just doesn't work. Now that I think about it, uh, I know I have an ad blocker check. on my iPad. But it doesn't work anymore because they put a paywall on it. And I had it yeah. before that. And that thing just doesn't work anymore. I get pop-ups and stuff and things like that. Not on porn. Not on porn, people. Just on websites <laughs> that just are terrible. <laughs> Local news stations. Oh, man. It's ter- like, yeah. Oh, that, that, like that, that's a fucking podcast rant right there. <laughs> oh, I got I to gotta sit through a fucking 30 second ad on kcci's website to watch that's a the one I was minute clip yeah <laughs> that is such bullshit yeah. i get sent articles and it's a new and if it's a the second i click on it uh for a news article and i see that it's a video i just close it because it's like nope not watching yeah. a 45 minute video for a 30 minute news clip or a 40 yeah. second uh, yeah. ad that, or that is I get, hardcore bullshit right there. I get mad on YouTube when like you have to watch the full ad. <laughs> it's just like, come on. You know, I bet I'm almost at a full year of YouTube premium and I got no complaints right there. Yeah. How much is that? Twelve bucks. That's not bad. Eleven ninety nine a month, I think. Yeah. Eh. So worth it. I've talked I've actually gotten some friends I've talked into getting it. It's like it's worth it. Yeah. And you get access to uh uh youtube music app oh yeah so great uh, yeah that would be interesting cool it's, and it's better i, I like it yeah lately i've been using youtube to listen to um like i don't even know what it is it's like music it's like two hours of just like really low-key it's not lo-fi because i can't stand lo-fi that lo-fi crap that's like all over youtube i don't know what uh, lo-fi is um lo-fi girl is probably like the most famous one it's just this cartoon of a girl like studying at a window and her cat's like sitting in the windowsill and it's just animated just enough that she's just like randomly like she'll write like a couple lines and turn the page in her notebook and it's just her sitting there with headphones on there it is found it and it's live yeah it's a live thing and it plays lo-fi hip-hop is what it is uh and it's just like it's like the smooth jazz of hip-hop it's horrible but it's super popular um and so like there's just all these lo-fi versions of everything there's lo-fi star wars music there and um and so people just listen to it like when studying my algorithm didn't it yeah (laughs) you're gonna get a lot of recommendations for lo-fi now um but like it's it's 
it's like I kind of tried it to listen to while working. So since I do a lot of code, like I'm typing words all the time, so I can't you listen. Get ads for through it too. Yeah. Fuck that. Uh, what do you mean through YouTube? Yeah, like is is it playing and then all of a sudden it'll stop and show an ad and then go back? Oh, to it? I don't know about that for low. Okay. Low I have no idea. I don't listen to it. Um, but I found I finally did find uh, there's this guy. Uh, Blue Turtle, I think is his name. Mm-hmm. He's a cartoonist from Australia. Uh, he kind of has that feel of like those er, those like 80s um, fantasy cartoons. I think kind of made me think of not quite like it, but it makes me think of those old um, um, uh, Lord of the Rings cartoons. Like that's sort of that style, but like not quite that. Oh, they're like Rankin Bass animation. Okay, I get it. Yeah, you. yeah, yeah. Kind of like that, but not maybe like not quite as polished, I guess. Okay. Um, and so this guy just, he does all these like goofy, just really short, repetitive, like repeating animations of just like, um, kind of like lo-fi girl where it's just like somebody in a library, like a fantasy, but it's like fantasy based. Okay. And then it just plays like this music. That's just that like, is fantasy inspired music so there's no words it's just kind of like piano music maybe some guitar um and then it has but then it has on the background of that like the rain the sound of rain and the fire crackling like for whatever the scene is um and i've been finding myself listening to that like while i work just like for background noise because i work in an open office uh so i'm not like hearing you know people chattering all day uh you get to wear headphones at work like your earbuds So I'll just sit there with earbuds in and I'm just listening to this like fantasy inspiration music now. I was going to say you could just like what I do is um, uh, uh, I have a rain app on my my phone. But, you know, you can just type in rain. Yeah, no, I've done that. And just get like live, just like lo-fi where it's just live and it's just. Yeah. I've done that a couple times to go to bed. I've. I've uh, Yeah. When I when I worked at, when I worked at home like through uh, the quarantine, uh, I would play the one that I always went back to. It was like four hours, I think, of um, oh, Fallout, not Fallout, Bioshock. So it had like it, the underwater sound because that's a uh, an underwater city where everyone gets high on drugs and then they attack you. Um, and so it has like so they're in these like underwater buildings i guess so you always hear the sound of like water kind of like at an aquarium i guess um and then but then it just has like other in-game noises so like there's a lot of like early what 30s or 50s jazz music so like that kind of comes on every so often um and then you hear the noise of like just stuff from the game like like big boots walking around and stuff. But like I would listen to that just as background music. And then I realized that that was uh, technically considered ASMR. Uh, and so then I got started getting some really weird ads um, for other things that I didn't want to listen to. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, but no, so like, yeah, I've been starting to listen to just like filler music, I guess, as background while I work. I'm kind of wondering if I guess YouTube music would have that or not. Um, make it worthwhile. I don't know that I want, like, because I I can't listen to music while working just because like when I'm thinking about like coding or like you know because I'm typing words a lot and so it's just it's hard for me to hear words while typing. Um, and so like I just I listen I listen to some like French. Um, they don't they don't have live music they don't have live stuff on yeah. YouTube music so like I just looked at I don't know that I need live I guess but well no but it's like just instrumental 
Eh. We're, we're uh, running on an hour and 15, 13 minutes. I noticed, yeah. No, I mean, it's, <laughs> YouTube Music is, um, it's mostly just, it's just a music app, but they don't have, sure. like, like endless music yeah. on it. Like, endless songs or anything like that. That stuff's on mm-hmm. you on YouTube and things like that, but... yeah. Uh, yeah, like I just typed in like lo-fi just for it and it just brought up like the songs that are played in there, but they're like yeah. 30 seconds and stuff like that. Yeah. So. so I suppose you could link them together, make your own playlist, I suppose. You can. Yeah, you can make your own. Yeah, you can. Or like I said, you can just like you can just go on YouTube and just listen to it like without ads. <laughs> I mean, I'm not uh, I'm not shelling out uh, telling people straight up. Oh, just get it. Get it. But it is a great yeah, uh, it is a great subscription service. It's, it's funny to me though. You're the only person I know who has it, but you definitely like you just seem to love it. YouTube's my, I mean, it's my uh, television. YouTube yeah, is my yeah, TV. Yeah. I have so many channels that I subscribe to. I don't have regular television. I literally mm-hmm. own. I oh no, I subscribe to two uh, services: Disney Plus and YouTube, and those are the mm-hmm. only ones that I have monthly. If something yeah. else comes out that I want to see, I'll subscribe for a month and then cancel it. Speaking of mm-hmm. which, I've got to cancel that shutter subscription. So I don't get charged for that. Shutter. That yeah. Mean? It's horror, horror, horror movie app. Um, mm-hmm. I got a free month for it and oh. I believe I haven't used it once. Mm-hmm. I looked through it and I was like, this isn't that good. So that reminds me, there's something I need to cancel. Yeah. Cancel the audible. Um, yeah. I got oh, my, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got my books for that. Uh, That's funny to me. When you brought that up, I started looking up books on uh, on whatever iBook or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just like, yeah, there's so like audiobooks are so much cheaper on iBook. It's just Some like Lamar, yeah, it's pretty Audible amazing. is a scam. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Make sure you uh, click our link for Audible. No. <laughs> uh, um, I uh, I'll, I'll get Peacock. In October, because I just found out the Halloween, the next Halloween movie will be released simultaneously with mm. theaters. And so as much as I would like to see that in theaters, I will be more comfortable just sitting on my couch watching that when that yeah. comes out. You'll have to get Netflix in December. For uh, whatever Onion, Knives Out 2. Yeah, yeah, that's on the list. That's so, on the list. Knives Out, uh, uh, the Knives Out move, uh, sequel, or uh, a Knives Out movie. Yeah, uh, is coming out in Glass Onion. Is that what it's called? I think so. Yeah, it looks pretty great. So I'm excited. I, well, I mean, that trailer it suggested nothing about what it's about, but it just looked. Yeah, it looks exciting. Like great it looks like a looking cast. So I'm yeah, I'm excited. It's on a yeah. boat. Is it on a boat? I couldn't looks tell. Like it's on a boat. Looks like okay. it's on a yacht. Yeah. Well, I it, I think it takes place in Italy or France. I think I I looked into it a while ago, and that's what it said. Which makes sense why it'd be on a yacht then. Yeah. No, for sure. Uh, but anyway, we should wrap this up. I think we uh, should. <laughs> so I guess uh, for all those still listening, thanks for listening. Go to our website, recordinglifepodcast.com. Check out all the things there, I guess, uh, which just links you to other places. But uh, please talk to us on social media. And uh, thanks for listening. Thank you. <laughs>